This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. It's a Friday edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by our NHL guru, Sean Shapiro, coming off a of a Dallas Stars uh, victory last night at the AAC against the Ottawa Senators. And uh, uh, I'm just going to say what, you know, is kind of on my mind. I was in the barn last night and, uh, you know, not a lot to cheer from. The first uh, few minutes were lively and the uh, Haskinen picks up two quick goals and you're like, all right, here we go. Um, I will say this is a different Ottawa team than when I flew to Vegas and saw them a couple of years ago. Uh, sorry, a couple weeks ago uh, against the Vegas Knights. And uh, the reasoning is, is Thomas Shabbat was not their uh, uh, defenseman at the time. He was out injured and he's back now. And Ottawa has now won, well, as of yesterday, four out of the last six. And, uh, and Sean, it was kind of an interesting game because a quick start from the Stars. And then all of a sudden, they kind of had to hustle to tie the game up. Yeah, it was, uh, for me, it was kind of, it was a game where if you uh like if you if you it's kind of if you had it on in the background like it's kind of one of those like if you were casually watching the game and you turned on the TV and you had it on in the background and then uh you watched how the how the stars started the game and then you saw that and you heard that they won you'd be like oh yeah that's that that makes sense and then even if you watch the end of the game you're like oh that makes sense but then you kind of stop and think how did we get to this spot here because it was kind of a game with a strong start and a strong finish, but was kind of, it, it was missing the middle, honestly, from, from the stars, the stars were really missing that middle of the game performance. Kind of, they got the lead kind of let Ottawa back in and it took kind of, I don't want to say a wake up call, but it took, it was, they, they, they require, it required a finish that shit. A two nothing start should not have required at the end. So yeah. you 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 get a little bit, and that's one of the one of the great things about where this Stars team is. And I just want to say this before we start nitpicking more because we're going to. But one of the <laughs> one of the great things is we're in a spot where you can nitpick. Like that's the mark yeah. of a good team. Good yeah, point. The, fa- the the fact that we are in a spot where we're about to nitpick a victory, um, is a good thing. I mean, the Stars are are have are. If they are tied for point wise, they're tied for first in the central. They are a good hockey team. And the fact we're nitpicking, this is a good sign. Um, It's not, uh, we're not taking the, it's, it's, you're not going through and saying, oh, it's a moral victory. They came back like, no, this is a good thing to nitpick this. Now with that in mind, good teams to become, to be a great team, to be a team that wins 
the necessary 16 games in the spring, um, you can't have the uh, go up to nothing and then coast a bit because uh, that is uh, better teams. And the senators, I think are a team that is, they're kind of an odd team. They're they're They have the talent to be good, but they're still kind of putting it all together. Um, the senator it's better teams are going to not give you the chance to turn it around in the last five minutes of a game. Yeah. I say this with a lot of teams. I'll even say it with Anaheim. I use the term, they have some nice pieces. That doesn't necessarily mean that I think they're among the elite, but when you look at Ottawa, um, I mean, Kachuk, when he's on the ice, I mean, the motor is at full steam. And when you see him in person, it it's a large kid and mm-hmm. takes up a lot of space in front of the net. And I don't know what happened with the Kachuk family as far as, like, dad Kachuk teaching. Because the dad was pretty gritty, too. But, my goodness, they both brothers play the game hard. And, you know, then you have some nice pieces. I mentioned Shabbat. I really like him as a defenseman. Eats a lot of minutes out there all the time. Seemed like he was constantly out there last night. Um, So, uh, you know, I I didn't expect them to roll over Ottawa. um, But I did notice, and this to me is somewhat of a small trend as I get into nitpicking, that mm-hmm. I felt as though the first couple of minutes there was a lot of energy from on the ice from the Stars. And mm-hmm. then I just kind of felt as though once those two goals happened, it was just a little back and forth. I think Ottawa did a nice job of preventing the Stars to uh, take the, uh, go into the zone. So there was a lot of dump and chase, and I just didn't feel – I felt like Ottawa was winning a lot of the battles along the boards. Uh, but I will say – um, even though he gave up three, I thought Jake Ottinger was really strong last night, made some really good saves and some timely saves, especially in the third period. And I thought Dennis Gurionov was really good too. Uh, he had an impressive back check at one point. Um, he had, you know, some good opportunities. Uh, he had a breakaway. You know, it didn't pan out, but I did see uh, more hustle in 34's game. It's just... Can he do that on a consistent basis? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and it's uh, that's that's the whole thing where like I I keep we I have to remember because I have been um, when it comes to Dennis Gurionov, I think it's a space where I keep expecting I've expected more for so long that I have a sometimes of a hard I personally sometimes have a hard time building on the little things. You have to have little things before you can build to big things. So I have to remember that myself sometimes because. I don't want to be at this spot in Dennis Gurionov's career having this discussion. I just feel like it's kind of, he's something, uh, I don't, I, I feel like I don't, I don't want to be given. I feel like I shouldn't be at a spot where I'm giving Dennis Gurionov moral victories. And I'm not saying you're giving him moral victories. You're looking and you're looking at the good things, but I want that to be the norm basically for Gurionov. And we could have a, yeah. obviously I could have an extended conversation about that. I mean, you're right about Ottinger. He was good last night. 
Um, Ottawa to me, like it's, it's interesting. Um, and I realize I'm jumping around a little bit here. Like I look at that Ottawa team and it's a team that you between, between the, Chuck Stutzla. Uh, yeah, he's Shabbat. great. Yeah, you got the the trade. I like what they did bringing in Debrinkat. Like, yep. I think it's a, it's a team where it's some maturity and frankly, and then obviously they brought in Claude Giroux too. I think it's a team where it's almost they're kind of almost in that ideal spot right now where like no team wants to acknowledge this, but they're kind of in that spot where. It's good to have all the good energy and all these pieces, but in that Eastern Conference right now, they're not really ready to compete. And so with being this inconsistent, maybe they get that other piece. Maybe they're still in that. They're, they're not tanking, and but and they're definitely not tanking. They went and got Giroud. They've got some good pieces, but they're also in that spot where it wouldn't hurt to be bad enough to add one more nice piece on top of all of this. Um it's a, I'm looking at the look at the roster, their players. It's they've got uh I think Batherson is gonna be a pr- pretty good player. Um you've got uh, Shane Pinto's gonna be it has, has there's something yeah. there with Pinto as well. Yep. Like there there's some good things with, with that team. It's just gonna be kind of the the maturity and the coming together as a team, and that's gonna take a little time. And that's and they're gonna have to give Ottawa some credit. Ottawa bounced back. I think if you're looking at this from the Ottawa perspective you're unhappy with the start. You're happy with how your team bounced back, but then you're unhappy with kind of letting Dallas back in, back in at the end um, to kind of bring this back to young talent and things moving along and everything like that. I think a good way to kind of look at where we are and the fact we're nitpicking this game, the game winning goal last night, Tyler Sagan, right? In yep. overtime, it comes off to, it's obviously it's a, Great for Sagan. I thought it's good for Sagan to get the game-winning goal, but Wyatt Johnston creates yeah, that. Yeah, he really did. I mean, and he's and he's been he's been so good. Great and, stick lift, just mature. I mean, because a stick lift can also lead to a penalty. Yeah, and before this season, like there was always, and I've written about this. There was always the, as much as there was a bunch of the public hemming and hawing of will Johnston be in the a will he go will will they send him back to junior will he stay like the plan that the stars had frankly that they thought they were going to have to use but likely they thought they likely were going to have to use was johnson was going to kind of go a little bit more of what the shane wright route is going right now in seattle where he in and out of the lineup gets an ahl conditioning stint and then you send him to world junior well Wyatt Johnson's not going to World Junior. He's setting up game-winning goals in overtime in the NHL. And the fact that that is happening, the Stars are winning games, and they've got active development while the team is winning. I mean, we're thrilled with thrilled. that. And we should be yelling. And at the same time, we should be yelling at ourselves for nitpicking a win. But yeah. But, but but it's good. But it's good. It's good. This is uh, we're I'm arguing with myself out of both sides of my mouth, which I guess makes a great podcast. So yeah, that's right. He's Sean Shapiro of Shap Shots and also the uh, associate editor of EP Ringside. All right, for clarification, because I've heard it both ways. Are we calling him Johnston or Johnson? Johnston, Johnst- right? Johnston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What it, uh, All right. Yeah. Because I've heard a couple of people slip in Johnson, and I'm like, no, I think it's I- Johnston. I think that's just a quick read on it. I yeah. think that's just people are just quick reading the name and missing the T. I mean, I was going to yeah. bring it up, but I think you're absolutely right. That certainly can be the highlight. 
how this 19-year-old, the maturity that he has on the ice, and you know, not a big guy, but I think plays bigger than his size. And mm-hmm. that's going to get even better. And the calmness that he has, uh, it's just, it, it's really, really impressive. And what a perfect line to be on with a gritty guy like Delandre and then a vet like uh, Jamie Benn. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just a, I'm a big fan of that line. Thoughts on moving that up or does it even matter that you call that line too now? Because we, we agree. I, think, I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the Sagan Marchman, you know, it's been a, it's been a bit of a struggle. I don't, I don't, I don't think, no, I think numbering lines in today's NHL Outdated. is, yeah, I, I think after the first line, it becomes that way. Like, I think it's something where you could have, and even with how so many teams play, people will be like a oh, top six role, bottom six role. I think, I think those things still apply when it comes to some usage, but in general, I think we've reached a point in the game where you typically have a number one most teams you're basically have a have a number one line and when you you talk about quote unquote secondary scoring you're looking at lines two through four and i mm-hmm. think that's kind of the way the game is going and so i think moving lines up and down in order on your depth chart and everything like that um i i think that's i think you start to split hairs a bit just because I, I think i think that's something where you're not overly i don't get overly worried about which line is second which line is third um what i want to see and also the perfect example of things is lines are important but also players and personnel mixing is also important too i mean johnson and sagan they don't play on the same line but they're they combined for the overtime winner last night yeah perfect example of it's you don't i don't get overly caught up in that um because i think lines can change so often um but some stick together some for various reasons, and uh, I don't know. May I'll, 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 I'll let you use that as the ideal segue for our. Uh, our what else we want to talk about today? <laughs> yeah, we got a good one coming up in a second. I will say, uh, you know, I think Forsberg for Ottawa kind of let uh, a couple of ones yeah. that he probably you know wakes up this morning and regrets. Um, the second goal um, by Haskinen, as well as the uh, Lundqvist goal to tie it up. I thought those were two that he probably should have made saves on. But I mean, he made some good saves, but. I, I think those two, you know, could have been game changers. I wonder if they're going to just on the Ottawa side. I wonder if they're going to regret not holding on to. Uh, they were one of the three teams that had Magnus Helberg and has been claimed and waived and claimed all these times, and eventually is currently uh, on a conditioning stint with Detroit. But Magnus Helberg has actually been Ottawa's best goal. Like, and his one, he started one game for Ottawa and yeah. stopped twenty nine shots and twenty nine of thirty one and. And meanwhile, Forsberg and Talbot have been a bit of, it's been a mixed bag. So I just wonder on an Ottawa front, if they're going to regret kind of not holding on to that piece. Now I know roster construction is difficult in Ottawa is as a spot, as we talked about earlier, where um, it's not a, you must win today lineup, but it's still, you need better goaltending. And they tried the map. They, they, they tried the the Matt Murray thing. It didn't really work. Now it's happening in Toronto. Yeah. Obviously, Dallas saw kind of a bit saw the, the the turn that Murray's taken after he's left. I don't know, but that's this is not an Ottawa Senators podcast. So no, let's, no, let's it's not. Thing. It's it's not. But I, I mean, I will say, I, I, and I don't know if you are like me. I'm a big Shabbat fan. Mm-hmm. I, I I think he's good. 
you know? It's, I mean, it's fitting. It's fitting that we're reporting this, recording this on Friday. Shabbat Shalom. So, <laughs> I like that. I, I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, good teams find ways to win. Good teams mm-hmm. find ways to get points. So, I mean, you know, kudos, kudos to the stars for making the comeback, for bringing the crowd to life, for, for some big saves at the end and, uh, you know, two points.